All right, and welcome along to this Wednesday night edition, Philip Ward Show. You know, I keep going back to this, and it was from the great Rush Limbaugh, who used to say this, that Republicans win. Republicans gain popularity, not with the mainstream media. Of course not. That will never happen. Those are That is the Republicans' arch enemy, is the mainstream media. But they gain popularity favorability, likability, any characteristic you want to throw in there, they get that with the American people when they are unapologetically conservative. Governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, is a perfect example of that. So, Texas Democrats, you might remember we talked about this on Monday, where they were on their little airplane, right, with their case of Miller Lite, and they were headed to Washington, D.C. because they were so brave and courageous. By the way, the Vice President of the United States, Kamala Harris, has weighed in on those Texas Democrats today. They took off from Texas, right? They totally abandoned what the people of Texas sent them there to do. That is, you know, vote on bills and legislation that are put in front of them, but they could care less about that. All they want to do is gain political points, and it is backfiring on them because the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, has been on fire this week. So, um, governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, he was on Fox News Monday night uh, with Laura Ingram uh, and said that uh, when those Democrats, the Texas Democrats, come back to Texas they're going to be arrested. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, no no apologies needed. Just these people abandon their duty. So guess what? You're getting arrested when you come back. Let me read you the article. Fox News. Governor Greg Abbott, the Texas Republican, criticized state Democrats who fled to Washington, D.C. on Monday in an effort to deprive the legislation of a quorum. Thus, the ability to vote on the GOP's sweeping elections bill overhaul bill. By the way, we'll get to some of the stuff that's in the bill. Again, it's nothing crazy at all. It's just Republicans wanting to protect and secure the vote so that Americans have confidence in our elections. I mean, there's there's not really a lot of a lot that is bigger than having that. So Greg Abbott appeared on the Ingram Angle on Monday to defend the bill and say that the missing lawmakers will be arrested upon their return to the state. He said members of the Texas House of Representatives who are still in the state can call for the arrests of their colleagues who do not show up to the vote. The one caveat is the arrest has to be made in the state. So, I mean, they're fugitives at this point in time. That's what Greg Abbott has said. You Democrats who left the state, who don't care about your constituents, you are fugitives. Runaway criminals is what they are. He says once they step back into the state, they will be arrested and be brought back to the Capitol, and we will be conducting business, he says. Um, the exodus, by the way, was the second time that the Democratic lawmakers have staged a walkout on the voting overhaul, a measure of their fierce opposition to proposals, they say, will make it harder for young people and people of color and people with disabilities to vote again. All a complete lie. Democrats want to cheat in elections. Republicans want free and fair elections. It's really as simple as that.
But like last month's effort, there remains no clear path for Democrats to permanently block the voting measures or a list of contentious GOP-backed proposals up for debate. So they can do whatever they want, but they don't have the votes. Now on top of that, they, they've only made it worse for themselves because, first of all, they look like clowns just leaving the state. And and by the way, what well, they holding up the little peace sign as they're on the plane. By the way, with the, I didn't see a mask on that plane. Oh, oh my goodness gracious! Is that not a super spreader plane? I mean, oh, 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 imagine if Republicans were on that plane without a mask, right? You probably see like Delta and other airline um, companies that with messages say, well, if, if you get on our plane, you better be wearing a mask, vaccinated or not. It doesn't matter. Um, Abbott said, quote, we have special sessions that last 30 days. The governor calls them. He says, and I will continue calling special session after special session because over time it is going to continue until they step up to vote. Now, beside, um, putting aside the Democrats' stun here that they polled, right? Yesterday, headline, New York Post, Texas Senate passes voting bill despite Democrats fleeing the state. So it really proved nothing at all. The Texas State Senate approved a sweeping elections bill, a uh, reform bill Tuesday night, one day after dozens of House Democrats fled the state. The state Senate approved the bill on an 18 to 4 party line vote. Nine Senate Democrats had joined 51 of their House colleagues and hightailing it to Washington, D.C., though this was not enough to deny the upper chamber a quorum. However, the legislation is now stalled, obviously, because of the absence of the quorum in the House. Now, Republicans say, and this is the specifics that are never going to get to the American people. The propaganda media in this country don't want people to hear this. They just want the narrative to be that uh, uh, blacks and Hispanics and, and Asians and minorities and, and, and anyone else who, who always, always, always you know, votes Democrats. They want to make sure that it's the way that they characterize it is that this disenfranchises them and, and, and says that, oh, Republicans do not want you to vote, which, which couldn't be further from the truth. In the bill, by the way, these are the characteristics. It ends and uh, it ends drive-through and 24-hour polling places. It bans ballot drop boxes and empowers partisan poll watchers. By the way, Democrat and Republican both get a chance, you know, to watch the vote being counted. And um, also is designed to ensure the integrity of the vote by preventing voter fraud. I like I said, you know, Georgia's uh, voting bill, it seemed all right if to me, but I don't like that they're still mail-in balloting. I agree with the former president on that, Donald Trump, that it should go further. We shouldn't have mail-in balloting at all in this country, but at least it's a step forward for Georgia. This is a step forward for Texas um, as well. Demo again, Democrats say it makes it harder for poor people and minorities to cast ballots, which again, couldn't be further from the truth. Now, Kamala Harris decided to weigh in on this today. Listen to this headline because it is just outrageous. So beyond ridiculous from Kamala Harris. You know, I remember uh, Rush nicknaming her Kami Harris. I mean, to me, it sounds pretty fitting. Anyway, Kamala Harris, get this, compares courageous Texas Democrats to Frederick Douglas. So Kamala Harris today um, 
was in a meeting with uh, disability advocates um, and said this exact uh, quote. Have it here in front of me somewhere right here. So Kamala Harris says this. Remember, referring to the Texas Democrats who didn't want to do their constitutional duties and took off, fled the state. Quote, they took bold, courageous action in line with the legacy of everyone from Frederick Douglass when he fought for the right of black men to vote in America to the legacy that includes all of those women who marched down Pennsylvania Avenue for women's right to vote, to all of those folks who shed their blood on the Edmund Pettus Bridge to make sure that we would in 1965 pass the Voting Rights Act. So do you understand the narrative that Kamala Harris is trying to paint here? This has nothing to do with black men voting or women voting or, you know, people, you know, the Edmund Pettus, Pettus Bridge. It's nothing to do with that at all. But the, Repu but the Democratic Party, Kamala Harris, has to play to her base. Now, anyone who doesn't know what's in the voting bill and doesn't understand why Republicans are trying to protect the right to vote and ensure that we have safe, free fair elections they're going to think that this is a bit that that the uh not just this bill but all the bills that the republican state legislatures are trying to put into place that it is going to disenfranchise minority voters to vote it couldn't be further from the truth and what is she trying to say here i mean is she trying to say that republicans don't want black men voting that republicans don't want women voting absolutely not I mean, it's a total, complete, and utter lie. You got Joe Unity, who's out there calling it Jim Crow 2.0, says it's worse than Jim Crow. Democrats all up and down the country saying that. She says, um, now in 2021, the Texas legislature, many of them traveling to D.C. at great sacrifice, both personally and political, to stand up for Americans' right to vote. Now, uh, Senator uh, uh, from Texas, Ted Cruz, hit back and says this, quote, It's actually pretty ridiculous what Kamala Harris is saying. Last I checked, the heroic civil rights protesters at the Edmund Pettus Bridge were not in a private charted jet. They didn't have a case of Miller Lite next to them. Uh, and by the way, Kamala Harris also saying that uh, the Texas Democrats getting uh, walking, fleeing the state said it's quote as american as apple pie now this isn't the first time that democrats have lied about voter id laws in this country in fact last night was the mlb all-star game which remember had to be moved from atlanta georgia so atlanta businesses lost a hundred million dollars in revenue and it got sent to colorado and by the way Colorado's voting rights are a lot more restrictive than the ones in Georgia. But Stacey Abrams totally blew it for Atlanta. They moved it to Colorado because they believed her lies, her nonsense. Joe Unity Biden, same exact thing. Even got four Pinocchios from the Washington Compost of all publications. So the ratings are in, though, for the MLB All-Star Game who totally backed down to the woke leftist mob that is becoming an increasing problem in this country. It really well and truly is. And by the way, the Democrats who continue to, to empower this, this, this woke cancel culture theme that we have going on, 
this cancel culture, this mob, they will come for you eventually. This is all part, you know, I spoke about it before, that there's the new Democratic Party and then there's the old Democratic Party. That old Democratic Party, including people like Charles E. Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Andrew Cuomo, Joe Unity, I would even throw him in there. Kamala Harris, she just makes the cut, although I think she's controlled by radical socialists in California. And by the way, let's think about Kamala Harris as to the point where she is right now. I mean, Kamala Harris did nothing to become vice president. Kamala Harris literally was out before the Iowa caucuses because nobody wanted to vote for her. Not only Republicans, no one in her own party voted for her. That's how terrible of a candidate she is, how terrible of a human being she really well and truly is. She's only California senator because of who? You guessed it, Willie Brown. That's how she got to the point of where she is. But anyway, um... So they get involved in it. They lie about the voting ID laws in Georgia. And MLB All-Star Game moves to Colorado. Well, the American people said, absolutely not. I'm not watching that garbage. Now, there's, a continue, there's this trend that's continuing in sports and sports viewership where it just keeps going down and down and down. Look at the NBA ratings, by the way. Nobody want to watch the NBA anymore. So here's your headline, comes in the hill today. Joe Concha writes, MLB All-Star Game bombs in the ratings again. And here's why. Major League Baseball's All-Star Game was once, quote, appointment viewing in this country. 1980, more than 36 million people tuned in. 2015, in the age of interleague play, a still respectable 11 million watched the American and National Leagues battle it out. But for Tuesday night's game, the Nielsen numbers were profoundly horrible. 8.24 million people tuned in, making it the second least watched all-star game in history. Now think about that. You think people actually like the Democrats in this country? You think the American people like socialism, which is what they preach nowadays? He says... Of course, Colorado's law governing early voting actually has a smaller time window than Georgia's, showing that the MLB didn't do its homework before abruptly pulling the game out of Atlanta. Perhaps MLB commissioner Rob Manfred read some of the headlines portraying the new law as racist. The MLB and Manfred panicked and packed up to move the game from Atlanta's uh, Truist Park to Coors Field in Denver. Wokeness won the day, but one has to wonder whether MLB feels major league remorse over its decision. Businesses in Cobb County, Georgia, which were already devastated as a result of the pandemic, some call it the plandemic, lost at least $100 million collectively in tourism-induced business when the game was moved. Cobb County, by the way, is a majority black community. Denver decidedly is not. Bang up job, MLB, Concha writes, a grand slam of utter incompetence. And he's exactly right. When politics gets put into sports, the American people turn the garbage off. Look at the M MFL, by the way, the Marxist Football League. I think we might, new season's coming around in what, what we got here, two months or so. We'll get the MFL back on our screens. I think we might even be able to start calling it the BLM. 
MFL. I'm not sure yet. Either way, we got a lot of names for the um, MFL when we get to that point. Stay tuned as far as that goes. But Koch is absolutely right that this this was, let me get the quote right, a grand slam of utter incompetence. All right, we have other news um, that we uh, have to get into. So today um, on Propaganda News, CNN, we had the former um, HHS secretary. Now, this uh, woman, by the way, not easy to pronounce. You know, I'm not good at names. Sabilis is her name. Uh, now, she said this. Now, now she Democrat as can be, as you might figure going on Propaganda News, CNN. Listen to this headline today in Rear Clear Politics, okay? Former HHS secretary, Sabilis, compares being unvaccinated, okay, how dare you not get an experimental vaccine that the government is telling you is good and safe and effective and, and it works, right? She compares that to drunk driving and secondhand smoke. What? All right, let's, here, I'll read it for you. We're in a situation where we have a widely effective vaccine. Now, she says that, and by the way, the vaccine, and, 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 and again, it goes to say I'm not an anti- vaccine guy i just think it's the it should be the american people's choice to get vaccinated or not you shouldn't have a government telling you you absolutely have to do anything at all i mean don't we still have freedom in america not in not in joe unity's america though so anyway she says this we're in a situation where a widely effective vaccine and, and, and joe unity had nothing to do with that that was all donald trump that got the vaccines uh, uh passed by the way she says multiple choices, lots available, free of charge, and we have folks who are just saying, I won't do it. I think that it's time to say to these folks, it's fine if you don't choose to get vaccinated, but you may not come to work. You may not have access to a situation where you're going to put my grandchildren in jeopardy, where you might kill them. Or you might put them in a situation where they're going to carry the virus to someone in a high-risk position. She says this, I think the point where we are, freedom's one thing, but freedom when you harm others like secondhand smoke and issues that we've dealt with very clearly in the past, you can't drive drunk. You can drink, but you can't drive drunk because you can injure other people you can't smoke inside of a public place where you can give cancer to someone else in spite of their never having been a smoker i mean think about that comparison now you people that don't want to get unvaccinated you're you are you're like drunk driving right you're like smoking indoors i mean now this is a complete and utter idiot now, she's not the only one though because bill de blasio says this he will Keep school mask mandates in place. I mean, I who knows how young they're going to go. Now, young children, right, who haven't been affected uh, by COVID, you know, really at all, they still have to go to school and wear masks. I mean, it's outrageous. Fauci saying this, there is no doubt children three years and older. How about that? Three years and older should still be wearing masks. I mean, at three, you're not even in pre-K yet, yet you still have to wear a mask, says this evil, no-good, dirty weasel, Dr. Fauci. And so Jen Psaki said that, oh, this administration, that we're going to back local vaccine mandates. So they're all for it. They, on top of that, there's other people that say they're going door-to-door. -door. 
Gail King on uh, CBS says that she's going to ban unvaccinated family members from Thanksgiving. How about that, right? I mean, if if politics alone wasn't driving a, a wedge in American families, now it's all about the vaccine. You unvaccinated people, you can't even come to Thanksgiving, says Gail King. Uh, she said this, quote, I don't know how many more times you can say to people, it will save your life. She was talking with Dr. Fauci. She said this, I have this problem with some members of my own family, which I'm now going to ban for Thanksgiving vacation. Says to Fauci, that's how strongly I'm taking what you're saying. Why anybody would ever in their right mind listen to Dr. Fauci anymore after he's been proven to be wrong on absolutely everything is beyond me. But then again, it's Gail King, and, and she works for CBS Fake News at this point in time, and, and, and Gail King has been proven to be an idiot quite a lot of times anyway, though. Uh, there is a, there is a, a, a good thing, though, guys. I, mean, I, I will continue it. We will keep it going. We got this Biden regime. We are all over these fools. And in 1,285 days, let's hope this Biden regime is over.